I have, I don't, okay, I don't know. Can, A, I don't know about, I don't know about you, but I, I like B, A, D, I like bad, R, no, T, R, U, I, P, I don't know about you, but I like bad trips. This band is B, I, L, build as D A dark psychedelic A S so B P R be prepared for A B U a bum Bummer. So be prepared for a bummer. But all be prepared for a bummer. The band is the Black Angel. All right, take it. <laughs>
singer for Ike Turner, the Kings of Rhythm was in that band, and his son, uh, Ronnie Turner, was our bass player. And the thing that's real funny is the story is this, this is a story about this guitar player named Randy, who was a hot guitar player, uh, and Ronnie's son was named Randy, <laughs> so it's kind of a uh, an interesting deal. The next song uh, we're going to do is one called Kiss It, and I wrote this with Audrey Turner, and uh, I probably would never write a song quite like this. Lyrically, I'd never write a song like this. Uh, but uh, I, I really like Aud Audrey's lyrics for this. So go ahead. Okay. Everybody needs to do the same thing. Yeah. 
tribute show and Mick Jagger's 69th birthday party celebration and so we're trying to add a few more Rolling Stone songs to our repertoire for that show we're one of the three bands that are going to be there that night and uh, we introduced uh, the band about a week ago this song called Rocks Off now the problem is I started playing that song the way I knew it in my head which wasn't anything like the way the Rolling Stones actually played it <laughs> And, uh, but we actually, I actually liked it a little bit better with our version, which is a totally arrogant and stupid, but uh, we're gonna play it for you anyway. But totally fun. Uh, of, of course, of course, you liked your version. Oh, baby, my life. 
the same It's all mesmerized All that's inside of me song from Exile on Main Street, that great classic Stones N double album. N I No. N O Now the Stones Now the S H A R Sharks S, the sharks will come after me again because you're covering a stone. Oh, we just, well, we changed it. <laughs> it's not like a stone. Oh, yeah, that's that's why Lover got closed down because the record company, the record oh, industry, oh, yeah. came oh, yeah. after they us. Have to, the RIAA, oh, yeah. right, their right. nonprofit arm, oh, yeah. sent an attorney sent Frank an email. Right. And right. we knew, you know, 10, 12 years ago that if they ever showed up, we would we would shut down and run. Yeah. And that's what we did. And they did. We oh, were disappeared shame. by like two hours later. Oh boy. Yeah. Well, maybe we should. We have to make a guitar change right now. Okay. Can we just uh, just take a second. Okay. Guitar change. Oh. Let me see what he do. I gotta do what he does. Go ahead. They in. When the boss changes, I change. Six in seven. Seventy-six. I was. 
doing? Eh. F. R. Free. C. O. Concert. In. In Berkeley. At. The. Park. Of. It's a MLK Park now. I don't know what it. Uh, I forget. Provo Park. I think it used to be called. Yeah. I. And I be. I booked. This. C. R. Crazy. Guy. To perform. Um, so this is 1976. Frank was putting on a free concert at the park in Berkeley, and he booked this crazy guy to perform, um, uh, Rocky Erickson. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Right, 13 right. Floor elevator. Yeah. 13 floor. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I did not know. At the time, we didn't even know who he was. He was just a crazy guy that we booked for this concert. Wow, wow, yeah, wow. Yeah. Um, I, S, A, saw the B, I, B, O, B, I, the bio. Oh, we saw a documentary about it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 it was great, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. and we said, oh, he's the guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the guy we booked. Yeah. Yeah. Rocky, Rocky Erickson, Rocky Erickson. Two-headed dog, two-headed dog. I'm talking to the Kremlin with a two-hoy. He sounds weird, huh? That's like, I remember Wild Man Fisher used to run around the UCLA campus all the time. Uh, and he's probably sold more records <laughs> than we ever have, you know. But, and he would, he would just sing to the top of his lungs, you know. And uh, uh, of course, there are a lot of guys that were doing that in the '60s and '70s, you know. Did you um, back Rocky Erickson? No. Did you ever back Rocky? No, 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 no. Just uh, listen to his music. Yeah. 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 And he got a lot of his psychedelic posters, the 13th floor elevator posters. Uh -huh. from, uh, uh, I, I had an art gallery. We did a, a big rock art show, and we had Stanley Mouse and Alton Kelly and Rick Griffin, all the good, the great psychedelic poster artists. Uh -huh. uh, and uh, there's some really good 13th floor elevator posters from the Avalon and Fillmore. Yeah, yeah. You know. yeah. Would you guys want to do us another song? Oh, you bet. Okay, we'll do uh, one called Shadows, which is kind of about a... A band in the shadows.
This song was selected by Chuck Eddy of Billboard magazine. He's a senior music editor of Billboard magazine as the song of the year for 2007. The album of the year, he had another unknown uh, named Taylor Swift. And you know what happened to her, but <laughs> not so much happened to us. <laughs> Yeah. 
Title for a song. All right. Would like mm. could your mm. B L O O your blood is A no your blood is on mm. my. S D O O door your blood oh it really is on the door <laughs> and he's saying that would be a great well, title for a song a is that a challenge he's got it he, uh, Frank's <laughs> yes. got it you got to hear uh, that only bleeding song by Pete Berwick from Chicago We'll have to get you that one, Frank. That's not bad. That's not bad. No, that's pretty darn good. That's septic white. Should your your W E L E L elbow? Oh, it's from your elbow. Yeah, very good. Hey, see, we beat it. We beat him before every show. <laughs> we beat him before every show. That's, 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 that
the rest of the night, and he booked these four industrial bands. We had 200 people coming down from Santa Barbara to the Roxy in L.A. on buses. And he tells us during the sound check, which of course he didn't even want to give us a sound check, uh, that we were going out at 9 o'clock instead of 10.15. We were the headliner. Well, we told him uh, if there were going to be 200 drunk post office employees coming down at 10.15. And if we went out at 9 o'clock, they were going to tear the place up. He didn't care. So then I went to the manager of the Roxy, who was drunk, <laughs> and he didn't care. And so I just went back to the Hells Angel guy and said, we ain't playing until 10.15 no matter what. And that was the end of it. We ended up playing at 10.15 and everything went well. Oh, yeah. no blood. Okay, we got one more. Uh, we one more song to promote. The Rolling Stones tribute show, July 26th at the Stork Club in Oakland. Thanks to Dale Turquette, the owner, help, uh, helping us put this thing on. And uh, you guys want to give it a shot, huh? Uh -huh.
I would M I M U much rather S C U then M Mick Jagger sing that song. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you. Sweet. <laughs> yeah, but we're still going to have his 69th birthday party. We can't come. Now we're going to do one that we've been doing for 20 some years. And, oh. and uh, uh, I don't know, we just can't stop doing it, I guess.
you can. That was kind of from our uh, punk days, I guess you'd say, or <laughs> yeah, like, new wave yeah. or something. Let's see. Okay. This is a, another song worked on for about six months. We had the riff. It's Berkeley. Peace, baby. <laughs> anyway, we were working this song. I was working this song when I had a riff for about six months, and I couldn't think of... Uh, a song. I had the riff, but no song. And then I thought of this band that we helped in L.A. a number of years ago. I had an agent friend named Jim Fitzsimmons, who was like a, a kind of a young star agent, really going someplace. 29 years old, long blonde hair, really handsome guy. He had taken three bands to the top, and then they got stolen by the William Morris Agency as soon as they got big. But he was still booking Ike Turner, uh, and he was booking Slash in the Snake, snake Pit. And I met this band and uh, really liked him. And so I ended up bringing this James Fitzsimmons, myself, and my daughter and her boyfriend down to L.A. to the Baked Potato, which is a jazz club and where Slash would play all the time, to see these guys. Well, we went and saw them, and they were total jerks to us. They were total jerks to me, to my daughter, to her boyfriend, who was in a, uh, a band called Pete up here in the Bay Area. He also worked at Pete's Coffee. And he was and he was and he was awful to James Fitzsimmons, this really great agent. And um, then I about a month later we got an opportunity to play a, a big gig and we wanted to see if those guys wanted to play with us. The guy just didn't even act like he knew who I was and thought I was a total jerk. So anyway, we wrote a song about him to get even. <laughs>
story is like when he performed at Al's Bar. This was like in the 80s. Oh, right, right. And right, it, right. Was, it was during a period when it was just Frank on stage singing along with taped music. Oh, wow. And he wow. sang all these like message songs, Joe South, Walk a Mile in My Shoes. Was Tom Waits, was he down there about that period at the time? Was it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Oh, great. And, and, um, and then I would come on stage from time to time and we would do Sonny and Cher. So oh, that's cool, the act cool. we did. So this was like a Friday night and the place was packed and it was all like hardcore punk. Yeah, right, right. And there comes Frank and they just started booing and throwing things and pulling at his legs and just being really, really nasty. Oh, and I was in the dressing room and the band that was in there said, they shouldn't let guys like him out of the house. 
They were just like nasty, nasty. But Frank, you know, ah, he really could bother him. Because we played, um, we did a show at the Mabuhay Gardens for three and a half years in the late 70s. Wow. So we opened for all the punk bands. Oh, really? And it was um, Black Flag that oh. had like the nastiest audience. And our cast would get uptight. So what right. Frank did was he'd have us right at the front of the stage. And when they'd start throwing things, he would just sit there and start screaming at them. And this would be as the show was going on, and they would all kind of shut up. And they'd like... Great, fantastic. So, so that's what he was used to. So this didn't bother him at all. Oh, my God. By the second song, when they saw they weren't getting to him, they started backing off a little bit. By the third song, they were singing along with oh, him God. and oh, doing fantastic. this. And the guys wow. that had been yanking at him slowly started inching up on the stage and putting their spiked jewelry on him. Oh, so God. that by the last song, the God. two guys were giving him a neck massage and he was fully adorned oh, in their God. stuff. Oh, and the guys that had been in the dressing room earlier were back and said, this is the most amazing guy I've ever seen. <laughs> that is, yeah. That's like a religious experience. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it was good. And Frank's mother was sitting in the audience. Wow. Did nothing. Wow. You know, oh, let boy. him fend for himself. Yeah, oh, yeah. Man. yeah. Is that how she kind of raised you? Did she Was she tough like that? She was tough. Yeah, yeah. yeah she was tough. That's like Ray Charles. Well, yeah. <laughs> same deal. Tough. You know? Yeah. Right. And, and, and look at this kid. Ray, Ray Charles, he goes from... Uh, Florida to Seattle yes. when he's 15 years old. We read, he, we read yeah. his book. Yeah, 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 just amazing. Yeah. Okay, we're going to do, uh, let's see, we're doing I Never Got Over You, huh? Yep. You guys, you guys ready for us again? Yeah, we're ready. Okay. Mikey, you're ready, right? Yeah. Yeah.
song for and I also wanted to write a three minute and 20 minute song instead of one of the five minute songs I've been writing so we wrote this song for and we would open every song with this she was the lead singer in, the, in, uh, in Black Angel at that time but you're stuck with us now <laughs> and, these, and these guys wish she still was the lead singer of Black Angel <laughs>
Again, unless we have another video shoot. Stever on bass from hey, Berkeley, by Berkeley, by the way, <laughs> half a mile away. <laughs> and uh, my name's J.C. Martin, and we're Black Angel. We got two more songs for you, if that's okay. Yes.
Frank was rocking today, I think. <laughs> yes. Loves that good rock and roll. Yes. P. We. Will. Is it we? N, E, knee, A, we need S, E, A, C. Fred wants to talk to you guys for a little bit. Okay, so okay sure, sure, sure. To sit down. We sure, need yeah. sure, 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 sure. Yeah, that'd yeah. be fine. That'd be a lot of fun, yeah. We could, use, we could enjoy sitting at this point. <laughs> So, let's see, Mikey. I just have the camera sitting here. You don't right mean now. mine being around a bunch of really sweaty guys. <laughs> 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 sweaty old guys. Yeah. <laughs> We're sweating ourselves here. Yeah, sweaty old guys. That's even worse, isn't it? Mikey, this is here. Yeah. I'll go get They're gonna. He's, Frank's gonna interview us now. Oh, I didn't know that. So, I'll sit on this side of you, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that, yeah, that's yeah. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Finally, gonna see our drummer. <laughs> I got the drummer. Oh, that was awesome okay. filming. She got the drummer in two. Okay. Yeah. That's why I took it off the tripod. Yeah, I'll only take this stuff. I'll get this junk out of the way here. Too. Oh, let's see. This. This was pretty. Yeah. M. Move. I just sell my hand. Me. What? I just sell my hand. There you go. Oh, okay. I'll sit on my amp. Sit on your amp? Okay. Yeah. Okay. 
out close enough, so I'm going to have to sit here. But that's okay. I can still read the grid. Is that okay? You want me closer? Mike, is there any way I could um, be next to Frank? Do you want to help figure it out? He's like totally jammed on board. I could sit on either side, really. Okay, that's good. years oh, okay. <laughs> when somebody moves in we tell them we do this show <laughs> so they take up sailing on Sunday or something <laughs> that's right we've been here before everybody else compliment the ears that Drums at Frank's birthday bash. Oh, really? When he first moved in and we invited him to a birthday party. Oh, really? oh, cool. He played drums. Oh, cool. Band. Cool. How long have you guys been in Berkeley? Um, let's see. I met Frank when he first moved here, which was 1975. Oh. 11, Yeah, how we met. I was a travel agent, and I was working at the travel agency, and Frank comes wheeling in and power chair got in the Oh God, I hope this guy doesn't come up to me because I never talk to anybody that looked like Frank. And of course he comes right up to me. And um, I was... I check out Frank. I was like 20, 22, something like that. And there was a, it's like a high counter so I had to like lean over like yeah. this to read the board and I never wore a bra. He could see down my shirt. And after we do the transaction he goes, you'd be great in this play I'm doing. And I'm like, oh, yeah, there was, there was no play. <laughs> but he was willing to create a play, but he didn't have to. And, you know, we really that, came together. That's a sense. typical artist. Come on. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. That's right. Is that, is that some, like the, uh, yeah, version of most of my paintings? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> my and I, and he, he did show me his painting. Oh. I, <laughs> U, S, E, U's. That two. <laughs> right. He also uses that. That's one of Frank's paintings. The koala oh, okay. bear. That's cute. Yeah. Koala bear. Yeah. I S started. 
with painting. Um, no, you started painting because, is that right? Frank was selling newspapers on a street corner in Santa Fe, and this um, rich woman um, asked if he would paint her picture. And so he goes over to her place to paint the picture, and she just takes all her clothes off. And Frank said, I am a painter. From then on, he was a painter. Because people would come over, they'd take their clothes off. Damn. Wait, that's a good story. So, is there something else in this story? Why, how did you, S, start? Um, this band? How did this band? Start this band? Okay. Uh, this band, uh, Black Angel, started in 1999, and uh, I had already been down in Los Angeles uh, in the uh, late 70s and 80s in some really good bands. Unfortunately, uh, some of the other the guys in the bands went on and had major successes. In uh, one guy, Jason Ball. Was a band called Animotion. They had a big uh, hit, hit song called Obsession in the 1980s. Another guy, Jay Pinkus, did all the soundtracks for the uh, Cheech and Chong movies, and then uh, uh, teamed up with a, uh, a black female producer, and they had about 10 uh, top 10 R&B hits. Unfortunately, I was in the band before all, all this, you know, an hour after. And uh, uh, so I, I uh, we started this in uh, 1999, and. Um, I, I, I was I, I, at that time. I thought, you know, all these record companies—they would just wanted to mm. assign people under 25 years old, and they preferred having some instead of 16-year-old girls. What they wanted, really. Mm. So I said, well, I'm going to go ahead and do this with a lead female singer. So I advertised <laughs> for this: uh, uh, <coughs> Tina Turner, Janis Joplin, Mick Jagger type female singer. Okay. Hey, that's what Frank did too. <laughs> oh, did you do that? Yeah, that <laughs> was like. Um, what was that, like 77, he oh, put an ad out, not like that. and he offered to train, he said, you don't have to be that way, but if you're willing to be that way, I'll train you. Well, I was oh, a lot, <laughs> Frank, I was a lot luckier. I got Ike Turner's singer <laughs> to call me up and said, well, I think I can fit the bill perfectly, and, and it, her name was Audrey Madison at that time, but she'd already been the lead singer in Ike Turner and the Kings of Rhythm. Uh, for a few years. She ended up being the lead singer for 10 years and then married Ike uh, late in his life, you know. But so uh, he, Ike was off the road then and so uh, she, she, uh, we were doing some recording, we'd done some demos and uh, she, she had me send her some uh, uh, some of these demos. She calls me right back up, well I'd like to come up and uh, uh, try something with you, you know, and uh, I said well we're gonna be uh, doing some recording on Sunday but uh, uh, we're just gonna do guitar parts, you know, and she, and she said, well, I'll come up anyway, I'll come up, and my boyfriend used to, uh, her boyfriend at that time was this L.A. attorney, this Nigerian guy named Mundy, and uh, she said, Mundy went to UCSB, and so he knows his way all around, and we'll come up, so she comes up, of course, she immediately says, well, can I just try to sing on a couple of these tracks, so she ends up singing on three tra tracks, lead vocals and two or three background vocals, and they ended up being a CD that we put out, and uh, she didn't like our bass player, who was not nearly as good as Mike, so you can see what she's like. But uh, so she, she says, can I bring my own bass player? She, she told this guy, I just can't deal with you. You're just not... I, I, I found in, in black bands, black female singers, man, you better have a good drummer and you better have a good bass player or they're not going to tolerate it, you know? And that, that rhythmic thing, you know? 
And so she brings this bass player, and he mm -hmm. says that his name is Ronnie, and our drummer at that time was a female drummer, and uh, we took a break after playing together for about an hour and a half. He was a really good bass player, and she says, Ronnie, uh, what's, what's your last name? Turner. And she goes, are you Ike and Tina Turner's son? And she, he goes, yeah. And she didn't tell me anything about that. So anyway, they played with us for uh, a couple of years until Ike went back on the road. And that was kind of the beginning of the band. Then we went, we went through a total of about eight female singers. And what we kind of found out is that the, the ones we were working with anyway all wanted to be lead singers. They didn't really want to be in a band. And that's when I went back to, to singing again. And, uh, and, you know, we did a lot of albums in, uh, the, in, uh, uh, the, from about 2006 to 2010. We did four full albums. But uh, I, I was dealing with guys who did not want to play live. And so uh, I ended up uh, moving up here uh, in, last August. And uh, Pat and I met in October. And uh, mm -hmm. since then, we, we had three different guitar players, three different mm -hmm. bass players. But now we've got a, mm -hmm. uh, you know, a really, really great group. This is the best live group I've this ever played with. This is version. This is, this is really, I mean, I, I had guys that wouldn't mm -hmm. accept a deal to go open for Aerosmith or to go open for mm -hmm. Velvet Revolver Slash's band. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like... I, you know, if they thought they were too old or whatever the deal was, you know. But uh, th this has just been a great band and great guys, and um, really happy to work with them. M, too, too old, too old. Frank's having a hard time wrapping his head around. That. Yeah, now you know. Yeah, oh, you'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. Yeah, I couldn't find. I yeah, I've been playing for a long time. I played in New York. I played out here, and I'm, I'm very experienced. And you know, if you're not the right age, people want don't want to talk to you, no matter how talented you are, or how how good you are, your 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 instrument. It's kind of insane, but that's the way it is, you know. And uh, so I started looking for older guys who were more experienced, who had a you know idea about playing live and liked to play and liked music, and uh, that's what I found here. So you know, I'm, I think basically that's where we're all at, you know. But that must be about, I don't know, a couple of hundred years worth of experience. Yeah. <laughs> we we had a great we had a great bass player. I mean, we, we had a great bass player before Mike, but he, you know, just didn't have the attitude to uh, really create a great band. I mean, you, you know, it's it's one thing if you're a bunch of teenagers together and you're friends, you start a band, you know, like you two did or the Stones or something, you know. But it's a whole different deal, you know, when you're an adult and you're putting these bands together, you know. You have to love music. You have to enjoy playing. And I think that's I really critical. And L O and love O P L playing for P A P R E and playing for people, and you have to love playing for people, not yeah, just yeah. yourself. Here. Yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah. No, it's, it's, yeah. yeah, it's. But the deal is, is the the thing you know is kind of music. You, you know, you go. When, I, I've been in a lot of bands where we almost got major record deals. You know, and you kind of at a certain point after you know not having that happen time and time again. You just you, you kind of have to just enjoy it. You know, you know. So if you got a day job. And I mean, I found I've had a day job, and I'll just be in a bad mood, and I'll come home, 
and start playing, mm -hmm. I'll, you know, I'll feel great. Just like sometimes, you know, you, you hear a song, mm -hmm. you know, and, you, and you're in a bad mood, and you hear the right song, <laughs> and it can just totally change your whole mood. I mean, that's the magic of music. I, I always tell people get a day job that you like <laughs> to support your arm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you can just enjoy what you're doing. Well, the thing yeah, about yeah. music, uh, my stepdaughter says it all the time, it's cheaper than therapy. M-O-M-I, <laughs> Mikey. Mikey was um, the lead singer with the band that turned out to be Counting Crows. Oh, and, right. you know, Talk about that, like it was fast track to fame. First it was just him and the guy, the other guy, having a good time. And then they right. put a band together, still having a good time. And then, you know, it's like Bill Graham is their manager and they're in debt to attorneys oh, and you yeah. can't do oh. what you want to do anymore. Yeah, you right, can't play right. the songs you want to play and you right. can't do the costumes. Yeah. And he just wasn't having fun anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And he said it was just like this auto track to fame. Yeah, like right, nobody's right. even thinking about it anymore. Yeah, That's right. Exactly. 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 Yeah. And then he, um, one of his groupies um, was a student of Frank's. And so they, you know, get together and it's like, well, what do you do? Well, I'm studying with the shaman, Frank Moore, and she skips Mikey some of Frank's writings about life and how life works. And it was like, whoa. So he goes to one of Frank's shows, and there's Frank singing at this big record store in Berkeley, on Rather Ripped Records, and it had a big storefront. No curtains, and Frank's singing, and he has all these naked men and women, body painted, <laughs> dancing around while he's singing. And Mikey's jaw just dropped, and he said, no, this guy knows how to have a good time with his dog. I think, so he quits the band and becomes Frank's um, backup singer. <laughs> and they, they're just like, why did you do that? What is that? Well, I said, that's kind of like uh, 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 the Stork Club, you know, we... We come there and there's like uh, 30 people watching us, and then the burlesque show follows us, and 800 people. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we did draw a little bit more when we had those. Uh, we used to have some uh, really attractive backup singers. That'll uh, do it. Back in the day, yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. Uh, Frank that makes always, us feel good. <laughs> Frank always had. Well, I've, got some, I've got some really attractive backup singers. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Frank's policy has always been to have naked backup singers. That, that does work. Half naked works. Let's get on it. <laughs> what are you looking at? Something up there. Um, me. A. S. As. Oh, Extreme Elvis. Um, there's Frank with the sunglasses and the Elvis Presley outfit. Oh, wow. There was a guy here um, that was pretty popular, extreme Elvis. Yeah, I heard this yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big guy. Yeah. And, um, and he, he was a fan of Frank's, and Frank was a fan of his, because, you know, there's not many things that come our way that Frank goes, hmm, this guy. And um, so he was very popular. And so at one point he had this idea that Frank and 
he could switch identities. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't tell his band, because he said his band are used to surprise. It was the store club, a, you know, weekend night, the place is packed. And he only tells his one backup singer that Frank is going to be him that night, and he was Frank. So he borrowed a wheelchair, he dressed like Frank, he had an attendant with him. And um, Frank gets wheeled in by the backup singer. They, you know, exchange clothes, so he's in the whole Elf, Elvis outfit. And he wheels in, and everybody's like, <laughs> and the band's like, okay. You know? And Frank did the whole set. Nobody, nobody blinked an eye. It was like nobody let on that it was going on. And the, the actually, the band had to step in and, and protect Frank from the crowd because they were ready to rip him apart. Wow. And they just stepped in and like backed him off, and we did the whole show. Wow, wow, yeah. oh, that's pretty punk rock, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they do that. That's funny. Yeah. Mm. Mm. S H O when where do so where do you perform? Where do you perform? Well, our next show is uh, Friday, July 13th at the St. James Gate Pub in Belmont. Mm -hmm. And we're playing with this band called Stealing Third. And what they're going to do is we're going to do, we'll, we'll play a set, they'll play a set. They have an indoor and outdoor place. I don't know if we're going to be indoor or outdoor, but uh, one band plays a set and the other band plays a set kind of back and forth all night. So that should be kind of fun. Mm -hmm. And then we have uh, the big Rolling Stones tribute yeah, show, <laughs> Big Jagger's 69th birthday, yeah. July 26th at the Stork Club. Yeah. Then we do the uh, August 4th at the Stork Club. August 3rd, I think. Is it August 3rd? Yeah, yeah the first Friday. Friday. Is that the first Friday? Friday. August 3rd, on the first Friday, we, we kind of opened for the burlesque uh, gals. Mm -hmm. And then uh, on September 1st, the Labor Day weekend, we have a show. And that's show. free, is it? Yeah, it's free. That's free, yeah. It's the Friday the, night. Yeah, yeah, it's the, uh, what is it, the uh, uh, walk around Oakland thing? Uh, yeah, Oakland? Art Walk. Yeah, the, art Walk, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the first Friday Art Walk deal, yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's, it's a lot of fun. The place is packed. R, T, E, Tell, Christian. No, tell P, people, to, you, P, L, A, play, what, when, the, G, I, girls, <laughs> When the girls I think he wants to know when the girls show up next well, time. Oh, oh, he, he, he was his model. Oh, tell people when the girls are gonna be playing <laughs> at your show? No, that's not it. No. T E T R R E V E R reverse S E T sets reverse sets. Oh, 
Oh, oh, so <laughs> they play when the burlesque, <laughs> when the burlesque <laughs> plays with them, so oh, they'll get well, that maybe, big audience. Or maybe we should be the naked ones, then we bring, we bring clothes for no, them. No, I don't think let's that's going to work. We we tried to get I tried to get the, I tried to get those burlesque girls to come and uh, do that song. Uh, I'll touch yours, you touch mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. None of them would do it. That was one thing. S E X. Sexy? S? No, S? No. That is one thing. E? X? T? Extreme Elvis? Had? Right. He um. had topless backup singers. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So, you know, wow, that wow. could have something to do with the fact that yeah. he was very popular. I'll, I'll he always had to, And they peed on him. <laughs> hmm. uh, we might need another lead singer <laughs> for that one. Well, I'll send Frank some of our pictures of our old backup singers. You know, because uh, uh, we we had some uh, very attractive ones. Okay, is that a, is that a wrap then? Okay, so tell me what the name of your band again and your URL and all that stuff. Yes, uh, we are Black Angel. And you can find this at uh, www.myspace.com slash Black Angel Band. Okay. And we have CDs on CD Baby. Yes. And um, uh, we, we have a Facebook page, but I, haven't even, I don't have time for it. <laughs> Yeah, is that good? Okay. Thanks for having okay. Thank you very much. It was great. It was fun. We had fun, yeah. Wow. It's nice to play in Berkeley again. <laughs> <laughs>